So Holly, another fight week. How are you feeling heading into this one? I feel good. I feel ready. Uh, I'm excited, nervous, all those things, you know? It's been a little bit of a while and you obviously had to overcome some stuff to get back in here. So you mentioned the nerves, but when you've had to go through a journey and, and get past the kidney stuff and everything, does it just feel refreshing to be like, okay, finally, I actually just get to fight? It does. It, it feels good to be, to be at a place that I'm actually going to compete. You know, I've been training even through the stuff I've had going on. I've been training, but not to where I can really go 100% and have this goal and this, you know, what I'm really shooting for. Um, you know, my last fight, it was last week, it was the last hard week of training that I got injured before the fight. So I did a whole training camp and wasn't able to perform. Uh, my kidney was already in a training camp and then had to pull out and I wasn't able to get in there. So it feels good to be able to get in there. It also comes with all the nerves that come with it, uh, which also makes me know it's real. I feel it. I'm living life. Uh, I care if I win. That's another thing. I think a lot of times those nerves just remind me that I care. It's an interesting one, right? Because the division is in kind of a different place than the last time you fought. You know, got a new champion. Obviously, they're going to rematch. But Juliana, if she remains champion, it seems like that's a logical matchup should you win on Saturday. So does that sort of put an extra thing on this fight? Or is it just, I have to win regardless? It doesn't matter the bigger picture. I have to win regardless because every... I mean, I hate to lose anyway. I just hate to lose, period. No matter what's on the line. Whether I'm in practice training, I want to win the rounds when I'm in training. If I'm in front of two people, if I'm in front of two million, if I'm in front of the whole world. I want to win. I hate to lose. And uh, so that's number one. I want to get in there and I want to win Saturday. But also, as far as a career, if you don't win, your next steps and your next, next options are never as many as you want or they're more limited. And you take a step back, not a step forward. So, yes, in the long run, I need this win so that I can keep progressing forward because I want to get to the belt. How have you managed to stay so motivated, right? You're still at the very top of the division. You're potentially about to fight for a title should you win on Saturday. Um, how have you managed to keep at that level, would, would you say? Um, it's in me. I think it's just I'm passionate about the sport, and I think that you're either born with that or you're not. And... With that being said, I know that each fight is different. There's a journey that's separate and belongs to each fight. And you can't compare how you feel for one fight to the next. If you do that, you will have a hard time being motivated. Because, you know, the first time I fought for the title, being the underdog, coming up and having to show everybody and having a shock factor, that will never be replicated, ever because now you're known, you've already done that. It wouldn't be a shock the next time. So the next fight camp is not the same feelings. And you know whether you're coming off of a win, coming off of a loss, coming off of an injury, every single fight camp is different. Every journey is different. And I've learned that I just, whatever is in this camp and in this journey for this fight, I wanna embrace and just make the most of it. For a very long time you said boxing was in the rear view mirror, but then I heard your comments recently that the Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano fight kind of interested you again. Is that something you are still looking at? I know Eddie Hearn said that there have been some sort of talks with, with you guys and stuff, but is that something you have your eye on or are you just thinking like, oh, if it happens, it happens? You know, it's, I think that it's good in life to dream, right? And you think about things that intrigue you and things that you look forward to and things that could possibly be exciting. 
But that I'm not getting so focused on that that I'm not focused on what I'm doing. I really am so MMA uh, motivated right now. But when I do think about it, you know, sometimes. So I, I really was over boxing because nothing was really like sparking my passion. And I think passion has to be there or else you're not going to do well in this sport. Any kind of fighting sport, your passion needs to be in place. Um, but it also, this fight is also, uh, it, it would intrigue me for the fact that it's at a whole different weight class. I didn't fight, I fought at 140, 147, 154. I've never fought at 135 in boxing. That's mostly been my MMA career. So it's like, am I supposed to go back and fight for a fourth weight and get a fourth, you know, a title at a fourth weight division? Um, and sometimes that, and not only that, but against the best in the world. It wouldn't be going to do it because it's like, oh, it makes sense and you're going to make some money and, you know, the Internet's going to talk about it. Not like that, but, like, to be able to show that I can go back and compete at the highest level and still get a belt. Like, so does that intrigue me? Yes. So that, like, kind of sparks some of that passion that hasn't been there. But that's not what my goal is right now. You know, my, my goal is still MMA and I still have my contracts in place and my fights in place and I want to win here yeah. regardless. I mean, I don't know if you care to share, but is there still like a few fights left on the contract before that talk can even begin or how are we looking? I think I've got a couple. I wouldn't know if it's two or three, but there's a couple. Um, and, you know, I, I've loved fighting for the UFC, so I'm not trying to, you know, ooh, I want to get out and do this or do that, but I definitely... I definitely think that I'm in a unique position. A lot of people have tried the, you know, crossing over and haven't really been able to do it successfully. I was able to do it successfully coming one way and then to be able to even go back kind of as like a, call it the competitive spirit in me. I don't want to say it's my ego, but maybe it is a little bit my ego or a lot my ego. That I want to be the one that's like, yeah, I can go back and forth and still be able to do it. Um, so sometimes that is what drives my passion is like doing something that hasn't been done before. Last one for me. Would it have to be Casey? Would that be the one that makes sense? That would be the one that makes sense. I wouldn't do it just to, to go participate, just to, like I said, for some kind of talk of another way. It's like, no, I would go to fight the best. And for the, otherwise, it wouldn't make sense to me. It wouldn't drive me. I need to be driven to do something. I need, I need to feel it so then I know I will be all in. And so, yeah, that, that, that's, I, I wouldn't just go back just to like, oh, I'm going to do this just for the fans or for media or for, you know, like I wouldn't do that. I, I would go to show myself what I could still do. But like I said, that's just, those are like ideas, you know what I mean? It's like it sparks interest in me, but that doesn't mean that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to I wanna do this fight and this fight, and then I want to, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like that either, so. Hey, Holly. Hi. Um, how does it feel sitting there knowing that you're going to fight in a couple days, um, especially because all of the setbacks you've had? I mean, your, your last performance was probably one of your best performances of, of your career, and you were so close. Like, you, you could have had a tile shot off of that, and mm -hmm. then everything happened. So how are you feeling? I feel good. I feel ready. I feel blessed to be here. Um, it has been setbacks, which could be really frustrating, but at the end of the day, I also feel very blessed that I know I've had a very long fighting career and haven't had that much time really taken out for injuries. And the fact that this stuff has happened, it's like, well, 
you know, I don't want to be the person that's just like whining that things aren't going great for me in my life right now. You know, I just embraced what it was that came my way. I knew I had to deal with it. And knowing that I had these things I had to deal with, I also thought, well, now some time I can spend with my mom. Now some time I can spend with, you know, on, on things at my house. Now's the time I can do these things, which I wouldn't have been able to do. So um, I'm not going to say that all of it has been just terrible and bad. You know, I've had a very happy year. I'm, I'm uh, super blessed. I feel uh, very fortunate and blessed in this life. God, God does a lot. And the last thing I'm going to do is just keep complaining if something doesn't go perfectly my way. Yeah, you said that you know most of your career you've been very very healthy. So how was how was it dealing with injuries? Yeah, I've had you know I've had injuries like, but it's been after a fight. You know, I broke my arm in my title fight in the LFA, uh, but I had a victory, so it's like well that doesn't hurt so bad. You know, <laughs> um, I've had a shattered thumb. I've had a herniated disc in my neck. It's not that I haven't had things before, but it's never been like something that. Uh, you know, really has set me back for too long. Um, and I have had some injuries in MMA that have it postponed a little, but this has definitely been the longest time off. But um, And maybe it let other things in my, in my body give time to heal. You haven't fought since uh, your teammate Clarissa Shields fought twice. I just wanted your thoughts on her, on her two performances. Yeah, I think... Um, for the amount of time that she's put into it, for what she did, she she learns fast. Um, I know her last fight, she was taken down quite a bit and, and controlled, but for the amount of time that she's put into MMA, um, she's a fast learner, and she's confident, and she's which is you need to have. Um, so she has a lot of things that are positive in that aspect going for her. Um, it definitely takes time, and I remember when I started doing MMA. Um, I was talking to Greg Jackson, I was like, you know, talking about some details, and the details are there, and then at the end of the day, it's like, you know, and at the end of the day, uh, it's just mat time. Like, just get out there and do it, because, and it's true, the more time I spent on the mat, the more I felt comfortable with things, the more I felt things, the more I evolved, and so, that it just takes time. How, um, when you came over from boxing, how long did it take you to be confident in your takedown defense? I think it just depended on the actual opponent. You know, some opponents like, oh, their takedown's not that tough. I'm strong. And that other ones, I'm like, ooh, I got to watch out for that. <laughs> you know, so I think it's just, and that, I mean, that I still feel is today, you know. There's some, there's some fighters out there that no matter how, how good you are at your takedown defense, they can still get underneath you. Um, and vice versa. Sometimes some people can be really good at it and you can shut them down, you know. Um, that's, that's why MMA is so fun to watch. It's very unpredictable. Two last ones for me. Um, I want your thoughts on the Amanda and Juliana fight. Yes, you did 269. Um, what was kind of your thoughts on that fight? Um, you know, I think anything can happen with that fight. Uh, I think anytime anybody gets a little bit of that, how they prove to themselves, like you. You know, a lot of people say, I want to prove to the world I can do this and that. It's also to yourself. You work hard and you do something positive. That gives you strength to go forward. And um, so I think the fight could go the same way. And it could go the other way. It could go with Nunez coming back and saying, uh-uh, 
I'm not letting that happen again. I, w I wasn't on my game that night. I didn't, I didn't perform everything I needed to do. So we'll see what happens going forward. I'm excited to watch it. Um, and I honestly think that the fight can go either way. And you went rollerblading uh, last month, and you said, <laughs> there's a video. Um, are you a really good rollerblader? I can't say I'm, like, really good, but I'm comfortable <laughs> on them. So uh, I actually used to rollerblade when I was little, and we didn't have, like, a ton of play. Like, we had a, we did have a full-size basketball court outdoor in front of our house because it was owned by the church, and my dad was the preacher, so... We could just go around and just go around and around on that all we wanted or go to up and down the road, you know, but nothing too, too crazy. I mean, I didn't really get fancy on doing tricks. I wish I would have because now I'm like, man, I could have had some skill. But I went and moved in with my roommate. Uh, I, I had a roommate for a little while in 2018, and um, she had used to go rollerblading. I was like, man, I've been wanting to rollerblade. I've been trying to find she, One night we were sitting there, we just Googled uh, shopping on rollerblades and Boston rollerblades, and we started rollerblading together. Uh, and we have paths down by, a, you know, there's the outdoor paths in Albuquerque that are good for that. So we'll go for like 18 miles sometimes or whatever. And then I actually just went to the roller rink for the first time since I was probably in fifth grade, and it was so fun. I was like, I'm, I might become a regular. <laughs> awesome, cool. Thank you. Hey Holly, okay. um, I'm a BWAA member and a Hall of Fame voter and we recently uh, voted to induct you into the Boxing Hall of Fame on June 13th, so I was just wondering what your initial thoughts and feelings were to, when you found out you'd be enshrined permanently next to Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray, uh, Robinson and Mike Tyson. Yeah, I, uh, that to me is still pretty unreal. And in boxing, I always thought it was really cool, like, man, the best of the best is in the Hall of Fame. That would be so cool. I wonder if that, like, there's not even any, any females in there. That's probably something I could never get, but that would be so cool. It's not something that I was, like, that I would let define my career, but it was definitely something I thought would just be almost unobtainable because when I was in boxing, there were no females in it. And um, so now to be recognized on that you know, at that level, it's not just like a state hall of fame or a female recognition, which I'm thankful and humbled by any recognition I get from anything I do in my career. But this isn't just statewide. It's not just for the females. This is worldwide, male and female, best, you know, um, best fighters of the world. And um, there's really no way to explain how much of an honor that is for me. You mentioned about um, the females. You're only one of six athletes enshrined in the modern women's category, um, uh, you know, alongside Christy Martin, Layla Ali, and Anne Wolf, the trailblazers. That you're in the modern part of that. How does that make you feel? I, uh, I, it's kind of speechless. I just, I'm, I'm honored to be there. Do I know that I worked hard, and am I proud of it? Yes. Um, I don't. It, it's not that I don't feel like I shouldn't be there. Yeah. Um, but I'm so humbled by it that uh, it's kind of unreal. Do you remember what you were doing when you found out? I was actually at my dad's house. I'd actually just had surgery on my knee. I was hanging out with my dad and hanging out at the house. And I had a couple of messages I hadn't really been paying attention to. And there was a couple of voicemails that were like, hey, this is uh, Ed with the Hall of Fame. Can you give me a call? 
And then I had like a couple of, hey, congratulations. And I was like, maybe I should call him back <laughs> and see what this is all about. And um, yeah, so then found you, out and I was uh, kind of in shock a little bit. Did you celebrate with your dad? My dad and I's celebrations are always very like, the like, because he's been there for my whole boxing career, you know. He always told me, ah, oh, you can do it. Man, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, you deserve that. He's just so like, and I was like, that was awesome. And then we went out and shot the BB gun, I think. <laughs> it's like, up at his property, we were up in the mountains. This is just a statement rather than a question, but for me, you've been an ambassador for all combat sports, and it's going to be an honor to see you inducted when we're all in uh, Verona and Canastota. So congratulations on your well-earned success. Thank you. Thank you. I'll keep trying to keep giving some good shows. Are you uh, going to plan to uh, roller skate or uh, skate down the Parade of Champions, or are you going to sit in one of the cars when they do the parade? Ooh, I don't know. That's all very good questions. <laughs> Last one on the skating. You ever see the movie uh, Xanadu back in the 80s? No. Olivia Newton-John, great skate movie. Yeah, okay. I think you use it Maybe for motivation. I need to watch it. Okay. I think you'll dig Maybe it. I'll watch that. <laughs> you talk about nerves. You know, you've been to the highest of levels. You know, has nerves always been a part of the fight week, even going back into boxing? Always. And every fight, pretty much... Every fight night, I always look at my coaches. I'm like, this is my last one. I'm never doing this again. And they know I'm joking. I know I'm joking. But that's just me saying I hate the nerves. But at the end of the day, um, I've learned to embrace them too because I don't, I, there's really not a lot of things in this life that make you feel like that. So I remind myself when I feel that, like, it's because I'm doing something big and that I'm living my life to the fullest, and that comes with great risk, you know, but I don't think I would honestly want to live any other way. Did your dad ever have any wise words for uh, nerves? Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things he told me that really stuck with me, he's had a lot of things he's told me, but one of the times he just said, you belong there. That's just another woman. So sometimes when I'm in the back and I'm like super nervous and I'm getting ready to fight and like your opponent all of a sudden seems like they're the biggest, strongest, baddest person on the planet because you're getting ready to fight and you're like, I belong here. This is just another woman. Not that it's that simple, but it's yeah. like sometimes that does help me deal with it. Like stop putting them so high that yeah. they're unobtainable. Stop putting them like I, I'm here for a reason. I belong here. So yeah, he's, he's telling me that hey, you belong there. So That's great. So looking across the uh, the cage in this fight, looking at Ketlin, break her down for me. I mean, is this just going to be a fight that it's going to come down to who's striking shows up better that night? Or where is she dangerous? Or is it a matter of stay standing and then you think that you're confident that your striking will win the day? Or if the fight does go to the ground, are there, does she present some issues there? I think she presents issues anywhere. She throws with intent when she's on her feet and she's very tough on the ground. Uh, she's got her clinch game. She's got her trips. She's, she's very well-rounded. And so I think what makes this fight the hardest is it's very unpredictable. You know, she's going to come with whatever her game plan is. I just know I'm going to be ready for any of it. Uh, and I also have my game plan I'm going to impose on her. So um, it's definitely a very, it's a very tough fight and very unpredictable. I think she's an unpredictable opponent for me stylistically. So we'll see what happens. Well, I know we did bring up the fact that, you know, you've always came in with this reputation as being one of the most dangerous strikers, and she agrees with that. 
is it nice to know that you you know your opponent is giving you the the I guess the props for your striking and going into the fight? Yeah, one thing one thing about that is that it doesn't really matter who you are. Any punch can end a fight. So I feel like being a coming from more of a stand-up background is like say you say you're a wrestler or a jiu-jitsu person like you're not going to accidentally or just like get a lucky submission right it's going to be because you it's a calculated move but anybody could actually land what they would call a lucky punch i don't call them lucky punches because you train but um any punch can be the end of the fight so I don't ever put too much on the fact that, like, oh, the stand-up. I just think, you know, I need to be well-rounded. That's why I'm doing MMA in the first place is to, to do all of it, all the martial arts, and I want to be ready for all of it. It kind of, it's funny you talk about the, you know, there's no lucky moves, there's no lucky strikes. It's all calculated and immediately pops in my head, you know, the most famous kick ever, you know, when you knocked out Ronda. You know, I guess it goes to that as well. You know, that wasn't a lucky kick. That was calculation and the way that you led her mm -hmm. into that moment. And so that carries on with all your striking and everything else. Absolutely. Um, there's, you train hours and hours and hours and hours. And um, there are things that can land kind of unpredictable and be a little bit of a shock. Um, but at the end of the day, that came from somewhere. You at least did it one time in practice. You've at least done it here and there. You've at least, no matter what it is, like you've practiced something. You've practiced your art to get in there. So, um, but in, anything can happen. And uh, sort of wrapping up, as the world open up more, and is there the desire that the open workouts come back so we can start seeing more crowd dance routines <laughs> and all that other sort of stuff? Because that always seemed like something that, even while maybe you were dealing with nerves of a fight week, you always seem to be having fun giving back a little bit to the fans on, on fight week. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. The open workouts are like a love-hate relationship. I love it when I'm there, but I hate having to put the time to it when you're in fight week and you got your workouts and all the other media. So it's the love-hate. When I'm there, I enjoy it. So if it comes back, I'll enjoy it. And if not, then I'll enjoy my extra time to go work out. <laughs> you know, what I, that's how it is. Fight week, it's like I do every time I get to these places where it's like, wow, I can connect with the fans. It's fun. I really enjoy it because without them, we wouldn't have a job. And, and the fans that make it to open workouts, those are real fans. Those are the ones Die that actually hard. go out yeah. of there. They're not just there for the fight because it's cool. Everybody's going to go, and I'm going to take a picture in my outfit, and I'm going to go to the fights and show people what I'm doing. It, the people that are usually at the open workouts, they're legit fans, and so um, I do like to connect with them like that. So. Awesome. Uh, I guess with that, is that why you enjoy so much social media, like doing some of the dances and interacting? Do you enjoy interacting no, with fans on social media? Honestly, the dances on social media, I think they're just fun to do. Yeah. Like when Michelle and I get together and do them, it's like we laugh till our stomachs hurt while we're doing it. I'm like, that was a good time. Like that was free fun for us, you know, so... Sometimes I like to do it just as like a little break and just have a good time. So Yeah, that's awesome. And last thing for me, I guess looking at Saturday, what's the, the keys to the victory for you? What do you need to do to make sure that your arms get raised at the end of the night? I need to be sharp, and I need to be uh, on my game the whole time. You know, I need to be present in the moment, in the second. I need to be present. I need to be there. Uh, not just going through the motions, but I need to f be focused. And um, as long as I'm doing that, I know that my skill set will unfold. And um, I'm just going to trust in my training. I know my capabilities and uh, just believe in it, but be focused uh, while I'm in there.
Awesome. Best of luck on Saturday. Thank you. What's that? Don't put it over.